0: Welcome back to Off the Water. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm your host, Darth Yacker. Joining me as always is uh, my uh, cohort, Tyler Caldwell. We have two great guests on tonight, uh, Bayou Coast sponsor coordinator, Aaron LaRose, and also Ashley Ferguson with Dose of the Coast. Guys, how's everyone doing tonight? I'm doing good. Doing good, man. How about you, Ashley? I'm
1: doing great. Thank you for having
0: me. You're very welcome. Thank you for coming on tonight on such short notice. So, guys, we're less than three weeks away from Patapalooza, and if you're not getting excited yet, then you've obviously never fished Patapalooza. Uh, Everybody who who fishes the tournament loves it. Um, I know that the chit-chat started up about the tournament right after Double Trouble was over. Uh, I think for the officers, this is probably our busiest time of the year, getting everything ready. There's a lot going into this tournament, Um, not only dealing with registration issues, but there's, um, you know, getting the sponsors together, figuring out who's bringing down cooking to be done when you're, when you're catering, it's basically throwing a big party for 200 people and a fishing tournament. So, so th- there's a lot going on. All duties um, kind of swapped out. So we're, we're excited though. This is, this is our favorite time of the year. It's a lot of work, but come Saturday night, you know, when, um, when everything's done and all the wards are handed out and uh, we're all sitting there and the raffle time begins, I think that's when everybody's uh, having some fun. So, you know, I didn't get to pick the date for this tournament because I am the assistant tournament director. I do the um the, the angler of the year tournaments, etc. But uh I think Eric Stacy picked this date or maybe it was Todd Lewis. So I'm sure the weather's gonna be absolutely fantastic for Patapalooza this year. Uh it's in May, May 4th. Uh so it's it's coming up. Last year it was real early. We did it in March. Um this year we're doing it in May. So it's gonna be a lot different fishing out there, you know. Last year a lot of the fish were 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 further up north. Um Sons, Golden Meadow area, Leeville. <laughs> With it being a little bit later on in the year, being in May, I think the fish will be a little bit further south. But you never know. It, it could be good everywhere. Uh, that's what the great thing about it. We're going to have a lot of people scouting different areas and um, checking things out. So I know I plan on going out this Saturday. I think a few of the other officers are going out Saturday. We're going to start checking things out and comparing notes. And if you got some friends out there, maybe you guys want to split up try out some different areas, see what you can figure out. Um I have to guess, this is probably going to be our last cold front before, but this has been such a squirrely year. Who knows? We could get another one in, and you never know what that's going to do to the trout. I agree. Um,
2: I think this is yeah. the last one.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> hope it is, because
2: they're so confused. Uh, I mean, I've reports from all over, even as far as Hope Dale and Delacroix, um, uh, Devin... Ah, Thinking he had to go further out into the saltier water and didn't do as well. Came back into the marsh and they were in you know the, the low salinity water where at this time of year they should be starting to spawn and getting into that that saltier water. So it's still awesome. I mean, I think it's going to be. I really think it's going to be a week of you're going to have to mm-hmm. figure out from reports or just pre-fishing. You know, what's where where in that latitude. You know, they're they're positioned at and go from there.
0: Yeah. And that's a good point on uh, Aaron, because they're actually catching some trout out in Lake Pontchartrain right now, which, you know, it, it, it baffles my mind with the uh, spillway having been open and dumping all that river water in there. And there they are catching trout, you know, out by the, the trestles and everything. So, uh, you're right. You're going to have to just go out. out there. You can find them. The week of may determine it. You know, we like to go out now and just kind of check and see, but we're still three weeks out. So a lot can, a lot can change in three weeks. Weather can start warming up. Um, the shrimp are starting to come in. We saw a little bit of shrimp out uh, in golden medal for double trouble. Um I think as they start coming in, you're gonna start seeing a lot more action. Uh you know, under popping cork, uh, maybe some top water action. Tyler, how many um how many people we have signed up so far for Patapalooza? Uh a, last count?
3: 153, I think. And I've seen a few more come in today, so I haven't added that to the list, but uh, that's pretty good. We're still a few weeks out, so I'm sure it'll uh it, I see us easily clearing two hundred again.
0: Yeah, that's going to be a great turnout. It's going to be, um, it's gonna be fantastic. Um, We've got some great prizes this year. Uh, Aaron's going to talk to us a little bit later about that. Um, We've also got, uh, Ashley's going to talk to us a little bit about Dose of the Coast. And we're going to be um, covering basons and Golden Meadow. If you've never fished those areas before, make sure you stay through to the end. Uh, We're going to cover those areas, launching, getting bait, you know, some general tips about uh, where to fish at. You know, now every year we get a lot of newcomers to this tournament. You know, a lot of people hear about it. We get a lot of people coming in from out of state. I know um, Mississippi, Alabama, Florida, uh, Texas. um, Just I know a few people uh, coming in from all those states coming in. Probably one of the largest kayak tournaments um, in the United States. uh, I would have to think, especially one of the largest saltwater tournaments down here. So if you're new to the tournament and can make it, Highly recommend you guys attend a captain's meeting Friday night at Bridgeside. Uh, we'll go over all the rules. You know, you'll have the opportunity to ask any questions. Uh, we do have a small raffle Friday night. We give away some of the prizes. Um, also the, 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 big highlight of that has got to be the golden girls out there cooking up pasta. So if you've never had the, uh, the golden girls pasta. it's, it's probably one of the best pasta I've ever had. Uh, no, it is the best pasta I've ever had. I was never a big fan of pasta. until I had it about two years ago for the first time. Uh, and, uh, it's made with all white meat, chicken, um, white meat, pork and and white meat sausage. So it's, it's fantastic stuff. So Sean, 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 let me, let
2: me, let me cut your white meat self there. Correction though. Is it the golden girls still cooking for us or
0: is it the new group? The little rascals. Oh, you know, I think you're right. It it changed. It was the golden girls. (laughs) So it's the Golden the little Girls. Rascals. Have retired
2: because they are the Golden Girls.
0: They are the Golden Girls.
2: Uh, you, you are absolutely right. Headed up uh, by uh, our tournament director Eric Stacy, the Little Rascals.
0: The Little Rascals providing a oh, you
2: know,
0: yeah, that's right. It's still it's 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 a very similar recipe, I think. But they it it really is fantastic. Uh, you know, so there's some, some some good stuff out there. You know, you get to hang out with some of the uh, so some of the people fishing the tournament. A lot of people are going to be lying about all the flounder they caught on that Friday. Um, I think the uh, the bar down at um, Bridgton will be open on Friday night, Aaron. Yeah, I'm pretty
2: I'm pretty sure the, uh, the little inside bar or the outside bar under the
0: canopy, usually. the little tiki hut bar. Yeah, that should be open. Um, you know, obviously we encourage people to come out, have a good time, be safe, and certainly you want to get to bed early. It's going to be a long day Saturday. A lot of us get up at 3:30, 4 o'clock, and and you know may not be in bed till ten o'clock that night. So it's a long day, and you definitely want to get some sleep and uh, and have a good time. Um, so look, we're going to be going, um, again, we're going to be covering the rules at the captain's tournament. Uh, you have questions about it, you know, um, today, and you may not be able to make the captain's meeting. Feel free to post your questions. We'll, uh, we'll try to get to them, uh, today during our broadcast. So as you know, the boundaries for paddle palooza run from Baysons, which is your northernmost point, uh, or area to fish within the boundaries all the way South to grand isle. Lots of great areas to fish over there. You've got basons, golden metal, Leeville, Fushan, and of course, you know, Grand Isle. You've got that whole Highway One corridor, lots of areas to, to, to launch, public launches, paid launches, private launches, um, and you know, and combat launches. So lots of great fishing area, a lot of ground to cover. Um, we're going again, we're gonna talk a little bit later on tonight about fishing basons and golding meadow. Right now, though, I want to um, switch things over and go over to Ashley Ferguson with Dose of the Coast. Ashley, how are you doing tonight?
1: I'm doing great. How are
0: you guys doing? We're doing wonderful. Thanks again for coming on. As I told you before the podcast, we you are the first female uh, woman yes. woman. I can think of that right, Aaron. First woman yes. to appear on our show. So uh, so congratulations on that. And I couldn't think great. of a better person to have on. Um, oh, thank you about your organization. So for people mm-hmm. that don't know, one of the things we do every year for Paddle Palooza and Fall and Tide is that the club donates a portion of the proceeds to a charity. Are you from Louisiana? I am,
1: yeah.
0: From where? New Orleans?
1: I'm from New Orleans, yes.
0: Okay, so if you're from New Orleans, we have to ask you the question that everybody from New Orleans asks everybody from New Orleans. Where I
1: went to high school. Where you went
0: to high school, exactly.
1: <laughs> Cabrini. Cabrini. Okay, great. Great. Mm-hmm. You got a Cabrini girl
0: yeah. on tonight. Uh, nothing yeah. good, but good things I hear about girls from Cabrini, so. Um, it, was a great,
1: it was a great school.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah. So, Dose of the Coast, um, how, how long has this charity uh, kind of been around?
1: Um, I started Dose of the Coast in 2016. Okay. Um, so I started. We started running trips in um, in 2017. So two years of running trips. The first year, of 2016, was really getting the um, the vision really strong of what we wanted to do, and um, really get a mission statement together. And also, there's quite a bit of paperwork. That goes on in order to um, <clears throat> get a nonprofit uh, just formalized.
0: Okay, what exactly is Dose of the Coast? We know it's a charity, but but what is it?
1: <clears throat> um, Dose of the Coast provides fishing trips to individuals and their families that have been impacted by life-altering illnesses. So. Um, Mainly, we take out cancer patients. We've partnered with Our Lady of the Lake Mary Bird Perkins Cancer Center here at Baton Rouge. They were the first hospital that really took us under their wing. Um, they said yes to do so the coast when it was just an idea on a piece of paper. So they really helped us shape um, and work in tandem. Like it was, it was kind of designed with their survivorship program specifically in mind, and. One of the things that I had no idea that they were dealing with um, was incorporating men into their survivorship programs. So that hospital offers this, a slew of wonderful programs that include flower arranging and yoga and mindfulness, Um, but they were having trouble really getting the guys on board with those programs. And then um, this crazy girl shows up knocking on their door and is like, I have this idea and I want to take your people fishing. And they so said we yes. And, limbs, mm-hmm.
0: So okay. the guys that are being treated for cancer, right, <clears> at the hospital, <throat> they they didn't want to do flower arranging?
1: Um they some of them do flower arranging and some of them do mindfulness and some of them do yoga. They right, you know right. it but um they're sometimes uh you know, you guys can sometimes be a little uh more difficult to get your feelings out there. So um is a way you know people open up on the water y'all you guys know like the the kayaking club that you guys have it's like a brotherhood you know you start really you know automatically when you feel that you all have something in common
0: like the x-men have, yeah
1: yeah kind of like the x-men, the X-Men right. so there's a similar thing you know i think that happens it's this uh commonality when um you know you're no longer really identified as a cancer patient you're just a fisherman, you know, out there.
2: The phrase from Sean today that actually was uttered was that Tyler knew more about him than his wife. So I would agree with that statement.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we try to find people that, especially, you know, men and women alike, we've we've actually had quite a few women that have, um, you know, they've never caught a fish before and they have come out on a deuce of the coast. And um, we've now partnered with hospitals throughout Louisiana and even all the way into Pensacola, Florida. So, um, yeah, and we don't just offer fishing. Fishing is definitely our most popular program, Uh but we also offer uh, sailing cruises, beautiful sailboats. Um, These are very comfortable sailboats that, you know, you really can relax on and enjoy yourself. So um, we... We offer quite a few things. Um, The way that we find our participants, like I said, is through hospitals. But anybody can go, if you have somebody in mind, you know, as I'm talking, you can go to doseofthecoast.org and hit contact and send a nomination of somebody that you feel deserves a dose of the coast or may benefit from a dose of the coast. And the whole goal and vision is to live here and really, you know, change up the routine. A lot of times um, when you are on chemo, Treatment, um, you kind of can get into a routine of just, you know, you're not feeling so great. You go to the house, you go to the doctor, you go to the house, to the doctor. So this is a way to have something to look forward to, put something on the calendar, and get excited, and also, you know, meet some new people, and you know, still still have an adventure.
0: You know, yeah. In in, in the line of work I do, um, I deal with a lot of people that have been injured, and one of the things that happens is they 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 go home, they sit on the couch all day. And right. it's probably one of the worst things that they can do. They sit there and all they do is they think about the pain or mm-hmm. their situation and yeah. it leads to depression, anxiety, et cetera. Um, and mm-hmm. even though, you know, you can't take that away, you can't take away the disease or whatever, you know, getting them out helps them forget about their problems, at least at least for a little while, you right. know, these them something to look forward to. It takes them out, lets them experience something that maybe they've never done before.
1: Yeah. And so the, the idea of dose of the coast came about because my father had, uh, he was diagnosed with cancer um, like six years before he ended up passing away. And, and, you know, over time, um, you know, the energy levels were decreasing. He was an avid fisherman. He introduced me to fishing and introduced, um, you know, all of, all of his children to fishing. And, um, it was kind of heartbreaking to see over time, his energy levels decrease. He had to actually sell his boat, you know, because he wasn't using it, which we all know is the worst thing for them to just sit up. So, um, we, um, my husband and I, um, we decided to give him a charter fishing trip for his birthday one year and we went out of Empire and Mark Trahan was our captain, and we had a really, really good day. There were a lot of special accommodations that I had to ask for, um, mm-hmm. and so I had to pick a charter captain I was comfortable with, you know. And I asked him, um, you know, to stay closer, cool and can you avoid the waves, and can you have a bimini top, and can you, you know, all these things that, you know, I realized might be difficult for somebody to, you know, to afford a trip maybe while they're under, you know, chemo and also um feeling comfortable enough to call and also ask for all those special So my dad and I, we had a great time. And a year and a half later, he was still thanking me for that trip. And it kind of clicked after he passed away that this is something that I think other people could benefit from that were in his similar situation. Um, he, you know, he was in that depression stage that you were talking about, you know, he was just kind of in that rut. And, um, after you know we told him that he was going on a chartered fishing truck he picked out his he has never picked out his clothes in his you know whole life my mom always dressed him and so he had his fishing shirt ready he had all the way down to the shoes the socks all laid out on the bed and like we still had two weeks before he was going so oh God.
0: You know,
1: it just even just putting it on the calendar was a lift and you know going was a lift and then you get to cook your fish that you bring home and it's a lift so it's, it, it seems like it's one day but it's really not it's it's the anticipation and then the memories, and it's something else to talk about at Thanksgiving other than your last hospital visit. You know, there's all kinds of little benefits for it um, that we've seen with our uh, participants.
0: Yeah, I think, Tyler, uh, you said there's a question from the audience? Oh. Yeah, uh, well, somebody uh,
3: was asking how, how they could uh, volunteer for a Dose of the Coast, and I'm just going to add to that that after i think aaron's maybe the one that first told me about y'all and i I think it's a a great cause and we talked a little bit about it off the air but i think it would i'd love for our club to be able to get involved with that and maybe incorporate kayak fishing into uh into some of these experiences for these people so but um to get back to the question uh how would one um, volunteer get involved with your um charity
1: Um, the easiest way is just to let me know that you're interested through the contact form on doseofthecoast.org, but we have a lot of fundraisers. We raise all of our money, um, you know, through fundraisers. (coughs) I'm sorry. Um, so we're not only, you know, trying to, on one end, actually accomplish the mission, but also to raise the money. So there's two things kind of going on in tandem all the time or coordinating trips and then doing fundraisers. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot of logistics and planning. So if you're good at that, I would definitely love for you to help. Um, as far as on the water and kayaking, we definitely want to start incorporating kayaking. My first thought was, um, you know, and I'm, I'm definitely open to ideas, um, but one of the thoughts was maybe doing like a survivor's kayak, you know, with people that maybe are not on chemo because your energy levels are so low, um, you know, that, that maybe, people that all share similar um, experiences could maybe all come together and maybe do, um, you know, fishing or even just, you know, when you're, when you're kayaking, you're so intertwined with the environment, you know, you see so much more than when you're zooming by with a motor. So, you know, even just a paddle, you know, along a, marsh coastline like an eco paddle. You know something simple like that I think would really be interesting to a lot of people. Okay. Um For us we get kind of desensitized as fishermen you know and you feel like you have to limit out or you have to catch the biggest redfish or whatever it is but really sometimes just seeing a bird fly over is, is like more than enough for people that don't get on the water um, at all or very often.
3: Yeah and, and you know I mean most <laughs> I say most of us probably have more than one kayak. So I know for a fact that we could get enough people together with extra boats and possibly even supplement with some of the local dealerships demo type boats. Maybe I'm sure somebody might want to get involved. And in. I know we could put enough boats together to do something like that.
1: That would be awesome. I think that would be great. And we could definitely work with the hospitals. To,
0: to... And, you know, just to make things easier to, you know, because Sometimes we go to some areas, but, you know, we, we've got connections with uh, people like Eddie Mullen over at PAC where he does the, uh, the mothership trips where he'll basically drop you off right there. We need to catch fish. You know, we could certainly work crazy. out something for him. Um, you know, th- that's one of the things I was thinking about when you were talking about people who, who uh, you know, who are probably undergoing chemo, may not be the best candidate on a kayak, but right. certainly, you know, people that have survived or, you um, mm-hmm you know, or, or something of that nature, we can certainly work it out. We've got a lot of really good fishermen on here. Um, a lot of really good guys. And I know, you know, I think all of us, uh, have probably been touched by someone in our family or close friends that have, you know, Mm -hmm. um, had cancer. Um, you know, and I know it, it touches all of us, uh, real close to our heart. And I think, uh, to have an organization out there like, like yours, that focuses on helping these people. It's not just cancer, obviously, but other life threatening illnesses, uh, mm-hmm. is something, something really great. Um, the, the, the trips that you do, I know you, you charter sailboats and, in uh, fishing boats and all that. Is that mm-hmm. something that you guys have to pay for Are those trips donated or how's that work?
1: Oh, they're discounted. So we try to reimburse for, uh, fuel and for bait, you know, live bait can be so expensive and sometimes that's the most successful, um, yeah. way to fish. So, We do reimburse for all of those things. We try to cover the cost. You know, we never ever want to walk away from a situation where a person that's helping us feels taken advantage of in any capacity. You know, they um, the fishermen are dedicating so many. I mean, so many trips a year. You know, they really. Anytime I call, you know, they're if they are available, they they say yes. So the the coastal community has really just really shown how generous you know, they can be, um, including you guys, you know, nominating us and then, you know, hearing that we're again nominated, you know, just to be nominated at all and thought of is, you know, a great honor in and of itself. So, you know, just just the generosity of the entire coast has been great and we do have to pay for those trips, but we're happy to, you know, we're, we're just very, um, you know, grateful that they do give us a discount so then we can, you know, do more trips a year, you know, with, with the
0: um added money. Sure. And I know, I know we've got a lot of uh, fishermen on here and even some charter guides that that watch us and stuff. Uh, you know, if you guys are certainly interested in maybe, you know, offering um, a discount over the dose of the coast or offering a trip or something like that, you know, feel free to reach out to Ashley. She's on, on, I think you're on Facebook, Ashley Ferguson, right? Yeah. Yep.
1: Ashley Walker Ferguson. Is.
0: Ashley Walker Ferguson and dose of the coast is on Facebook as well. Oh, yes. So they could reach out to you there. Um, <clears throat> now, let's see here. I was looking at uh, the people <clears throat> that do qualify that do. Is there any charge for them or is it basically um, free for them?
1: It's free. We try to cover um, as much of the cost as possible and then send them, send them home. <coughs> so that way they're, um, you know, they're completely covered and we provide boat snacks, um, waters, you know, that, you know, they use during the day. Um, yeah. And in some cases for some events, like when we can put a big event together every year, we do the empire South pass and rodeo event. And um, on a Tuesday before the rodeo takes place that weekend, we go down to empire and that whole city comes together to take care of us. It is, I mean, they cover everything. We, we, they provide lodging for five families. Wow. Um, Private cabins for each family at the j Bar Lodge. They feed us constantly, like so much food. They feed us dinner the night before. They feed us breakfast before we go out on the boat. And all the charter captains are lined up right there on the dock with everything ready to go. Our uh, participants just step out onto the boat, you know, straight from eating breakfast, straight onto the boats. They take them fishing all day, and then when they get off, there's usually get off the boats. There's usually, you know, lunch you know laid out for them too so they really get the vip treatment um down in empire so in some cases they even you know we try to feed everybody that's just Mm -hmm. my family way like as as much as i can try to feed you know we we typically incorporate a meal of some sort um into the trip we definitely send everybody home with t-shirts and buffs and hats and everything you know just so they you know any way we can just make them feel special and we're always trying to think of ways to enhance that experience, you know, and I know everybody says that, you know, the trip is the trip is, you know, the experience, but you know, I always want to try to do something else, like something more, you know, and just try to think of ways to make, you know, make them understand that, you know, we really want them to feel special.
0: And and when is that tournament this year?
1: This year it's gonna be June um thirtieth and thirty first, I believe. No, July. Sorry. July thirtieth and thirty first is going to be the Empire event. And then the okay. first of August is that rodeo down in empire
0: so the rodeo the it's a fishing rodeo down in august
1: yes it's a fishing rodeo and at delta marina which is newly opened and newly renovated um so they um they're they're having the rodeo there but on the tuesday and wednesday before the rodeo starts to kind of kick off the rodeo they invite okay is there
0: a is there a kayak division
1: there might be. I'm not
0: sure. Uh, that's all right. We'll, 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 we'll come down there with some kayaks and, and do a kayak division anyway.
1: Yeah, that sounds
0: good. So, uh, no, but no, if people,
1: there absolutely is, I remember last year that a lady named Heather came in and she had got. Yeah, there absolutely is. I'm sorry that it took me that long to find that information in my brain.
2: Yeah. Some of our members have been known to take the boat division in the kayaks, so don't be surprised <laughs> if people just show up. With
0: them. Yeah. So. That's awesome. so Listen, if, if uh, people, you know, aren't charter captains, but, you know, they, um, uh, you know, they were, um, you know, really, uh, really like the, the organization that you have and, mm. and they want to help out. Can they can they just donate money to Dose of the Coast? Is that possible?
1: Yep, they can. They can donate money. Um, we also have T-shirts for sale and hats and things like that if they want to contribute in a way that they can um, also wear something proudly. Um, but that's all through our website. There's a donate button. and also a little shop button. Go say what we have. We actually have some new hats that aren't on there. So I'll add those tonight.
0: That's fantastic. Well, Ashley, uh, you know, I really appreciate you coming on with us tonight. I don't know. Did did we have any other questions, Tyler? Uh, I hadn't seen any more. Oh, I I just saw one. Uh, They wanted to know, did you say you were married? Uh, (laughs) just they, apparently we have a lot of fans of, of redheaded girls. Oh, okay. yeah, no, you are the first girl on here. A lot yeah. of these guys, they've got nothing yes. to do. So
1: I'm married to one of y'all's members. So. Oh,
0: well, there you go, guys. So she's <laughs> off the market.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, actually, I just want to see if we could turn your face as red as your hair. So it's
1: almost look.
0: But Tyler keeps yeah. taking you off the main screen and showing his beard instead. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's job, finally. Tyler. <laughs> That's okay Ashley, with Thank you yeah. so much for coming on with us tonight. We, we really thank y'all for awesome. having me. Uh, to, to having you back on again, um, maybe before your tournament, we can have you back on yeah. and we can talk about that. Um, great organization you have there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so glad that, that you're up again to be nominated, uh, for, yep. for our contribution or our, our donation this year. And, uh, mm-hmm. feel free to stick on if you, if you want to, uh, if you want to watch the rest of the show, yep. um, but, um, you know, guys, again, if y'all want to learn more about it, you can go to <clears throat> coast the coast. Org. Uh, they're on Facebook. You can check out the website, shoot Ashley an email or uh, or something on Facebook um if you're interested on that. Um,
1: yep. Thank y'all so much.
0: You were so welcome. Thank you so much. Um Patapalooza uh we got our um you know our, our tournament coming up. Now you know we know that the majority of us fishing Patapalooza won't be placing in the tournament. There's there's so many places although we have a lot I think there's five ten fifteen twenty like thirty spots available I think is that right Tyler mm-hmm. between the main event the slam, you've got five places for for stud red, five places for big trout, five places for flounder, and five places for leopard red. Yeah, so yeah,
3: got 20 places plus uh, 10 for the slam categories. Yeah, so, and then you so get some places. other bonus
0: categories for ladies, uh, seniors, and youth. So. Ladies, seniors, and youth, yeah. So, uh, you know, you've got to have uh, probably Tommy Eubanks, uh, <clears> Ashley <throat> Ferguson, or Trisha Lewis taking the females, maybe. And then you've got. Um, uh, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of kids like to come up there and fish. So, you know, um, it, it's a good time, but look, you know, not all of us are going to be placing and that's okay because really one of the big things we all look forward to is, is after a long day of fishing and after, you know, sitting through the cat, the, the way in and watching everybody get their awards, you finally get to the post award ceremony raffle. And that's one of my favorite parts of the whole tournament, because you'll spend $200 on raffle tickets. When a, you know, I don't know, a, a $30 um, you know, um, life jacket or something like that and never be more excited. Uh, you know, it's just, it's a great thing to do. Uh, we have some great prizes though. I mean, I'm kidding about the, the, the life jacket. We do have some really nice uh, PFDs uh, out there, rods and reels. Um, but what you have to remember is that the proceeds from the raffle go a long way to absorbing the cost of the tournament, what a lot of people don't realize is that the, the tournament to put on this tournament cost us literally thousands of dollars between the the food, the table, the chair rentals, renting out um, uh, BridgeSide Marina, the insurance costs for all that. So there's a lot of different things we we have to uh, to do that just to break even. And so we do that by by uh, by doing the raffle. It also goes to help uh, maintaining some of the overhead for the club. Um, some of that money also goes towards charities. Like Dose of the Coast uh, and like some of the other charities we're going to have on um, before Patapaloza. so this year uh, we've got a new sponsor coordinator, Aaron LaRose. He was the uh, past president for the last, I think, two years of Bayou Coast. He he wanted to get out, but we 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 convinced him to stay on, and Aaron's done just an outstanding job this year getting some great items donated um, for this year's raffle. Aaron, let's before we get to the raffle items, let's start with the captains' bags. Uh, tell us a little bit what the captain's bags are. This is something that everybody who fishes the tournament gets. What can people expect to get in their captain's bag this year? If you can give us a little preview.
2: Yeah. So our captain's bags, um, a lot of tournaments down, down South here, uh, like to do captain's bags and, and put a few items or swag as we call it in those for, for the entrance. Um, years past, we've always had a pretty good, uh, pretty good turnout. And, uh, our sponsors have been very generous. I mean, first and foremost, as you can see on our Facebook cover photo and on our forum page and website and on the sidebar, um, our club has been very, very fortunate uh, for many years now to have such a large number and, and large breadth of, of uh, sponsors to uh, to donate items, um, whether it be to the raffle or to the captain's bags. And and this year is no different. Um Normally, we, uh, you know, one of our returning sponsors who we've had for many years is Louisiana Fish Fry. Um, they will be. Uh, see, I've got, I've got some items, you know, sitting around here if I can, grab them off camera. Uh, but um, we're going to be, we're going to be having uh, fish fry in our uh, in our bags uh, again this year. What, um, what
0: flavors is that, Aaron? What what flavors? I've got in my
2: hands New Orleans style and a Cajun crispy. Oh. But uh, look for a bag of either one of these or the seasoned fish fry, um, as well as the beer batter is another um, one we we were given. Uh, They've been uh, giving us the fish fry to put in captain's bags for, I mean, since I've been there. So, uh, I've been in the club about five or six years now, and I think every year uh, we've always had, you know, a bag or it used to be a box, but um, a fish fry. To put in every captain's bag. We also use uh, that fish fry on Saturday night um, to cook our meal. So if uh, if you've never fished one of our large tournaments before, all the fish weighed in on Saturday, unless you decide to keep it. Um, all the fish are weighed in and then filleted right there on site and prepared that night for the entire uh, club uh, club's meal,
0: along with some salad and some other things that you don't know, really you know want to eat, but you know the, the fish is good. And uh, we, do. I only eat the uh, when I eat the flounder, I only eat the white sided meat, not the dark sided meat. You so, would, yeah, know. I know. they they flay we it specially for me.
2: It. Exactly. Um, we um, we're fortunate enough to you know we we also get you know some bags to use for that. So Louisiana Fish Fry has been very good to us over the years. Um, They're coming back again this year. Um, also, one of our large sponsors, uh, Pure Fishing, in particular, Gulp. Um, that's one of the things that everybody's excited about getting in their bags, especially if they, you know, come early on Friday, because pretty much nine times out of 10, they're using that bait the next day. We all know how well gulp works in our Louisiana marshes. <clears throat> so everybody's excited to get a little bag of gulp, um, in their, in their
0: captain's bags. Um, this should we what kind of gulp we're getting, are we getting a little yellow curly tail gulp or, Is um, I think there's some chartreuse. I saw some white,
2: uh, I think they're all the swimming mullets. Yeah, may, those are that's may my be favorite. Some some new penny shrimp. Um I didn't quite see the whole box, but I did kind of peek in there and I do know there's definitely white swimming shad and possibly some shrimp. So, um it's in <clears throat> Also of note which you know I know we said we have about 150 participants. Um, it does behoove you to enter or or sign up for the tournament early. Uh we do anticipate 200 to 250 you know, on the high end uh, for the amount of anglers, but we don't always get that much, um, that many items to put in the captain's bags. So know that um, as you enter, you're given a number one through, you know, whatever. And as we get these items on Friday, when we start stuffing these captain's bags, we start from number one. So, number one up to however many we have is who gets, you know, those items. So, you know, first 100 are pretty much guaranteed to get one of everything we're going to talk about. After that, 150 maybe, 200, you know, that's where you start kind of getting, you know, there may not be enough to give to everybody. So if you haven't already registered, you know, register early so that you can maximize your, um, your benefits from that captain's bag. Uh, another thing, brand new sponsor this year, or a couple brand new sponsors this year, uh, we've got uh, Cajun lures um one of my favorite lures that they have is that Kraken Craw, crawl uh which is very good for red fishing in the marsh um we should be getting some samples of those to uh, to put in some captain's bags nice also uh captain lane miller uh was uh, one of our great sponsors for our minimalist challenge providing jig heads for everybody uh he's gonna be doing that again for paddle <laughs> That's those Death Grip jig heads? That is the Death Grip jig heads. So we're going to link out for a small sample pack of Death Grip jig heads, uh, this time smaller sizes. So <laughs> I know for minimalists we kind of got a little wide-eyed and had some, some large ones in there that may not have been uh, as useful. So um, so we downsized a little bit for, for the Panapalooza. And, uh, and also, um, one of the most recent sponsor new sponsor is uh, Four Horsemen Corks. Um, you may have heard of them uh, the names uh, definitely circulating around the the scene. Uh, we're getting a four-horseman
0: cork in the captain's bags.
2: Everybody gets a four-horseman cork in the captain's Damn. bag. So that's going to be that's a great uh, great new sponsor we have. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, definitely eager to to see that cork. As like I said, it's it's the hot it's the hot cork right now. Everybody's talking about it. So we so, all, we're all going to get one in our captain's
0: so bag. So I can get me. I'm going to get me in my captain's bag. I'm going to get a a, a t-shirt with the yep. Kraken. That's I'm right. I'm going to get me some Louisiana fish fry. That's right. I'm going to get me uh, some gulp. That's right. A four horseman cork. That's right. Death grip jig heads. That's right. You know what that makes That's the Terry Fam special right That's there. Terry Pham That's Terry Fam special. Terry Fam special right Terry there. Terry Fam special. Jeez, uh, and Pete yes. and and this Kraken craw. Yeah, and the Kraken crawl. I'm I'm excited about the Kraken craw. but l- let me tell you, Terry's probably
2: shaking in his boots right now because Everybody's, everybody's going to have it.
0: I mean, everybody's there's, there's have no it. advantage.
2: There's no advantage
0: now. He's not special anymore. He, he's just shot himself in the foot. He's just shot himself. in the foot. Do we have any of that Creole 180 seasoning that he's, he's using? No,
2: no, we got Louisiana fish fry. He
0: should have hook. hooked us up with some sprinkle the Louisiana fish fry.
2: Sprinkle, yeah, on your fish that's already fried in Louisiana fish
0: fry. Yeah, uh, well, listen, up. guys, uh, we're, we're going to get right back to Aaron with some raffle items. We got a uh, get a quick word from our sponsor, Aaron. We're going to get right back to you here in just a second.
3: What's up guys, it's Brock again from The Backpacker. Another cool product I wanted to highlight were the Smith sunglasses. Um, These are what I personally wear every trip I'm out on the water. Um, My personal choice is the guide's choice. They have a thicker frame on the side so they block out a lot of side light and they come with some really sweet lenses that are great for our waters down here. Um, We got a, a lot of different styles in them. A couple of things that I like, they're very light, a lot lighter than a lot of the other glasses that I've tried. Um, So they don't give you that pressing um, on your ears or on your nose and another thing they do is they flex. So when you're wearing them all day, you don't get that headache. They kind of form to your head, they fit around your hat, you don't have to worry about um, feeling uncomfortable with them. And don't forget, be sure to visit us online at www.backpackeroutdoors.com or in one of our stores in Baton Rouge and Lafayette.
0: Welcome back guys and we are back uh, with Aaron LaRose. Aaron, let's talk about some of the other items that are going to be raffled off. Um, I know we've got a lot of great sponsors. We're not going to cover all the stuff here tonight. Uh, We've got a lot of other things to talk about, but take us through and and show us some of the great stuff that can be raffled off for people. Um, And look, you don't have to fish the tournament to enter the raffle. If you want to just come down, hang out with the guys, uh, you know, maybe grab a plate, some fish and enter the raffle. You are more than welcome to do that. Um, We've got some great prizes. Aaron, take us through some of the stuff that uh, is taking up a lot of space at your house right now.
2: Yeah, Sean's right. Um, as he said earlier, you know, we as a club have we have dues, and we get a little money from that to kind of cover basically overhead costs. But the the money that the club really makes to projects or to give to charities, things like that, you know, a lot of this comes from that raffle. And uh, we, we're, you know, I can't say it enough. We're very very fortunate. Other clubs, you know, don't have. The same level of support. They, they get support and we support them, but you know, I can't say enough about, you know, enough good things about our sponsors and what they do for us. Um, another returning sponsor for our raffle, uh, another crowd favorite is the uh, Procure, Procure Procure Scents. Uh, we've got uh one, two, three, four, five different uh small bottles of Procure, the uh Menhaden mullet, shrimp, inshore Saltwater and blue crab scents. If um, you don't have gulp and you just have other baits that maybe don't have that, that scent built in, you can put a little stink on that and, and get a little extra extra attention um, to your board. Um, another a new sponsor, another new sponsor, we actually had, um, let's go back to my notes real quick. Uh, we probably had, one, two, three, four, five, six new sponsors uh, this year. Wow. Wow. Um, which is always great. You know, you you have your return, you know, we have our returning sponsors, uh, you know, a core group that uh, we've been fortunate to have every year, but it's really great when we get some new ones. And for the first time, and, and I'm actually, I'm actually kind of extra excited about this one because we do not have another sponsor that actually does this. So this is uh yak line. Um, you can kind of see these here. What the hell is these that? Are, these are handmade stringers. Oh, uh, look. So Good this guy, um, met, and, and I'm going to get his name wrong if I don't quickly look it up. Um, sorry, I am messing up on that. But uh, while I looked that up, you know, these are handmade. Got a real big carabiner hook here to, uh, to hook either you to, to your seat or the side of your kayak, uh, the handle, uh, so anything like that. And um, it's got some really strong, um, I don't know what pound, it's almost like... 100-something pound test thickness of um, a line, and then you're hooked at the bottom. And there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten strings on each hook, and um, very, very durable, uh, pretty simple concept. But, you know, we don't have any um, any stringer sponsors, so this was pretty cool to pick up. Uh, guy by the name of Andy, Andrew Seal, Andy Seal. Uh, is the owner of this this little company Yakaline. So go check these out. We're going to have three of these give away for Paddlepalooza and three more at Fallen Tide later this year. So we thank Andrew for that. Um, also, another returning sponsor, everybody's happy about these guys, is Ego. Uh, the Ego Nets. I would uh, definitely say the best net for kayak fishing uh, for two main reasons. Uh, one, Just its its length is perfect. It's it's a little small wading net, uh, which a lot of people would probably use up north for like trout fishing and stuff. Uh, But because of its short stubby handle, um, its durability, and it's got just that extra little lip in the front, Uh, great for a kayak because you don't really have a lot of room. Just want to reach over, you know, off the side. But also this plastic webbing netting, as you can see, uh, very wide holes. uh, Great for if you if you treble hooks with topwaters. Um, if they do get caught in there, they're, they're a lot easier to get out as opposed to other nets that may have a little smaller mesh, um, but very durable. Um, I've had one for many years. actually found, true story, found one of these in the marsh one time. Um, used it for a, almost an entire year. That was mine. My... Lost, lost it myself. Found it at Baysons, believe it or not. That uh, was mine. It, I lost, out my... of uh, lost it later that year in Trout Challenge in Hopedale. Uh, So as I tell my friends when I talk about that, I said, the marsh giveth and the marsh taketh away. (laughs) Uh, But uh, purchased another one and uh, definitely use it every trip I get. Um, Also, another big returning sponsor, which we cannot say enough about, kind of upgraded us this year. uh, Our good friend Rick Stevens with uh, California Innovations. Um, They are the research and development group that created the Columbia Fish Bags with help from Bayou Coast members years ago. Um, They have now come out with their own line of ice chests uh, called uh, Arctic Zone and their newest Arctic Zone is called a Titan. And we debuted a few of them uh, last year. Uh, I know Tyler was able to get some. Uh, This year we have 11 of these beauties. And so you have 11 oh, chips. The Titan. I'm going to back up here so you can see this whole thing here. This is the Titan cooler. Completely nylon. Uh, large plastic zipper on top, sealed. <laughs> and you can see in there. Oops, I closed it. A uh, Whole lot of space um, in that. I'm trying to get it on the camera there. Uh, completely lined, sealed. Um, very durable. <laughs> um, very boxy. Honestly, it's too pretty for me to put on the kayak, but um, it is yeah, weird. I don't
3: know if uh, I could put
0: fish in it. It's a nice, nice cooler. Yeah. I mean, if
3: you've seen the Yeti soft coolers, this thing will give those a run for their money. I mean it, it is well built for sure,
0: yeah, right. and, and the zipper is fantastic. It's got a very, very heavy duty zipper. I actually won one of those last year at uh, at Palooza or Fall Todd. I think it was maybe Falla Todd and Josh took advantage of me, Thompson. And and uh, it, it, it traded me for something. I, I don't remember what I got in return, but he got my he got my cooler. I kind of kind of want it back. It, was it a? what is it a small deer that holds wine? Was that what it was? You know, I think it was that boudoir photo with Scott Myers. So oh, yeah. I never got to use it, so I don't. I don't know. I was I was upset though. I should have. I should have. should have definitely done that. Oh, on, on that? the water
2: boudoir photo. The
0: water off the water boudoir. Off the water boudoir photo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, yeah, the Titan Coolers,
2: uh, like I said, we've got 11 of those. We we're supposed to have 10, and 11 showed up. And I, I messaged Rick. I was like, hey, you said 10, but 11 showed up. And he said, happy accident. So, you know, thanks to Rick. Um, he, he's been able to come down to Fallen Tide in the past, really enjoyed himself. Those guys love us. Um, keep a lookout. We keep an love eye out, out. For them. I'm not, I'm not going to, we've got a real big surprise later this year for Fallen Tide from them, hopefully. can't say anything right now because you know in the event it falls through but but keep an eye out for uh, arctic zone um and columbia uh come later this year that we'll really really like um so the next returning one i want to talk about is bending branches and they've actually stepped up this year Um, years past we've gotten a couple bending uh branches angler um classics uh, but this year they surprised us and came out, came, gave us a pro, uh, angler pro paddle. So bending branches wow. pro paddle, um, very detailed as to, you know, various configurations you can get, and put in angles. Um, this is a, I was trying to get the
0: length. Um, those guys that don't fish in Hobies, those are really useful.
2: Yeah. Oh, look, you know, you, you know, you still, there's still, there's still times when you can be one. Yeah. Of I one. mean,
3: I, honestly, uh, you, pedal drive, <laughs> paddle kayaks, either one, you're going to have uh, a good quality pa- uh, paddle for standing. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Marsh and stuff, so. Absolutely. You got possible, to I mean, um,
2: 230 centimeters to 245 centimeters. It actually, uh, extends a little bit. So you can actually, uh, have any, have about 15 centimeter differential in here as well as, uh, offsetting angles, if you like to to use your paddle that way, um, but very very beautiful paddle. Um, once again, bending branches been a sponsor of ours for many years, and uh, this year excited to see that they they've actually upgraded us to the the pro uh, the pro model. Um, see a couple more. Um, one of our also returning title sponsors. Um, we talked about Gulp uh, earlier. Uh, Joe Gaspar with Pure Fishing. A yeah. uh, very close friend of the club's um, title sponsor for probably three or four years now. Um, you, you've, If you've fished any of our smaller tournaments, you've seen uh, contingency prizes uh, like the Gulp or if for the championship, for example, some lures, I mean, sorry, some, uh, some reels. So this year, once again, um, contingency prizes for uh, if you've caught, uh, if you're a winning angler and you've caught your. Um, we're going to do the large redfish category as well as large trout category. And um, if you caught, so the way this works is we're going to start with first place big red, first place big trout, and go down from there. If you catch your trout or red on a Abu Garcia reel or rod or a pen reel or rod and notify us you know, on the awards um, stand you will receive uh, your choice of a Revo X Insure.
0: Um,
2: this is a brand new Revo X Insure, a very nice reel. That's the one I want. That's the one Tyler wants right here, there it is. Got the nice blue accents there, low profile. Um, nice. Looks smooth. Very smooth. Um, and um, the other one is, a, if I can remove this tape, is a Spin Fisher 6. Pin Spincaster. Okay, I haven't opened these up yet. I'm gonna do that now to show the kids at home. And there we go. So that is a new, brand new Spin Fisher Six wheel from Pin and Pure Fishing. So uh, this is a what series? 4500 series, uh, right there. So. Good, good mid-range, you know, spin caster for both uh, redfish and trout. Um, probably a little heavier for the trout than I would normally use, but uh, definitely good for, for redfish. So yes, um, enter enter yeah. the tournament, catch a big red or big getting the red uh, big red or big trout categories, and if you've used Penn or Abu Garcia, you have a chance to win uh, one of these reels, courtesy of Pure Fishing. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of rounds up you know what we what we want to talk about for today. Yeah. Um, like I said, we do have a whole lot more sponsors. You can see that on our Facebook page, and we'll get into more detail about them in a, in a later broadcast. Uh, also, keep an eye out. Uh, you know, starting starting this week, leading up to the tournament, um, you'll get uh, we'll, we'll start posting pictures of the rest of the items that'll be in the raffle. We have a lot more. Uh, but that's what we're you know we're, we're allotted for for time tonight. Uh, but keep an eye out for announcements on our Facebook page, on um, the rest of our sponsors, and what other opportunities you'll have to win on the raffle. To be honest, you know I think half of our turnout is is not just a chance to to fish and get into the money for the fishing, but a chance to win something at the raffle. Uh, I think it sets us apart from a lot of other tournaments. You know, people see that. Hey, you know, it's we have a challenging tournament because we are a slam format. But even if I don't, I don't win there. You know, I have a chance to win the raffle, and and people love that. So you know, there's people that go there, and we've had even people that don't even fish. They just yeah. enter the tournament or just. You know, come and just buy raffle tickets, you know, as friends of
0: somebody who's fishing the tournament. And it's not two or three or four or five. I mean, you're talking 30, 40 raffle items at least. Oh, yeah, absolutely. At least. Um, and come early. You know, like like Sean
2: said, we're going to do some on Friday night. Um, can't really say which one's they're going to be. Uh, we usually decide that that day. We just grab some some stuff. There's no real, no real rhyme or reason. Uh, we do try to, you know um, – mix it up, we do some large items on Friday night as well to, to encourage people to come to the captain's meeting to hear about the rules and just you know be around the site. Um, but yeah, so you know, keep, keep an eye out for those announcements and you'll hear more about those from our sponsors. And as we always say, uh, support our sponsors since they support us so, so well. Um, so if you see those names and you have a chance to go out and support those guys, uh, please do so uh, and let them know you're, you're with Bayou Coast and you, you heard about them from Paddlepalooza or just a Facebook page. And you know, that word gets out and they do appreciate that.
3: But Thanks, so Sean. One one more sponsor. Uh, so I know I remember um, when we had Zook Rods on, uh, was that last week or two weeks ago? Two, week, two weeks, two two weeks ago. ago. Yeah. I remember you challenged him to see if he could build
0: uh, some, some Star Wars themed rods for you. Right? I did. I did. And I was wondering, did he come through or, you know, he, he did. He, uh, he called me, um, he called me Friday and said, Sean, I got your rods ready for you. And he sent me some pictures while he was building them. So I got to see the process, you know, from, from when the blanks came in to the pieces and kind of the building process. And, uh, he's out there wagging Wagaman, not, not too far from my house about only about really 10, 15 minutes. So I drove out there Saturday, and uh, if, you, if, if you order rods from from, from Brent Zook, uh, you've got to go out to his place. He's got this big pond. He's just on this big piece of land. It, it's very relaxing. We go into a shop and see everything he's got set up there. But um, for me, uh, a, uh, a, uh, a Sith Lord red rod and a, uh, a Jedi Knight blue rod. Um, <coughs> show them to us. And um, I'm absolutely in love with these rods. I, I don't know... If I'm ever going to fish with them, I love them so much. But, you know, he, he he actually let me pick out the uh, the uh, the font for my name on the rods. Uh, you know, we went over on the computer program. He put it all in there for me. Um, he designed them all handmade, uh, just what I wanted, super, super light. I think the rods, each of them weigh, only weigh 4.5 ounces, really light, really durable, not much of a photographer, but That's you can see you. what he did, the the, the, um, the workmanship he did. You know, um, each rod is custom made, whatever you want, he can add to it. Uh, you know, both of these are, are spinning reels. Um, Zook has actually donated two of his custom made rods for Patapalooza, So you'll have a chance to win those rods there. These are $180 rods, uh, that he's donated. You have a a great chance to win one of these rods and, um, I'll have my rods there. If you want to check them out and just see, actually Zook mentioned, he may actually come out there. And uh, and walk around and meet everybody. You'll be able to you know ask them questions and and um, you know see if there's a particular type of rod you want an LSU rod he can do an LSU rod. You want a black and gold rod he can do one for you like that. So uh, anyway I'll have those rods out there. I'll put them out there by the uh, by the raffle table if you want to check them out. Maybe you want to get your own custom made rod. It, it's certainly uh, it, you know the pictures certainly don't do the justice what um, what he did with these. They were just fantastic. So I'm really looking forward to matching them with a reel. Um, and going there so guys we are going to run over tonight but that's okay because there's no one to cut us off um we've got to talk some fishing um now i know there's a lot of people out there who have never fished golden meadow or bassons. uh so if you're um you join us tonight and you're waiting for me to give you some you know my secret flounder hole that's not going to happen um mostly because i don't have one but i do have some tips you know it might help you out catching trout redfish or flounder I've been fortunate enough to win, you know, a couple places here and there. Uh, I've caught a few slams, um, caught a few trout and redfish on tournament day. So you know, let's start with Bay Sons and, uh, Tyler's got a map up there for us. So Bay Sons is the northernmost area you can fish, um, within our boundaries for Patapalooza. It's not an area I fish a lot. Uh, you know, it's, it's really known for its, for its big redfish. Um, it has been known to produce some trout, especially during the wintertime. A lot of people have gone to what they call the sulfur mines and, that's, you know, something we'll cover in another episode because we're, you know, in April. But um, what you'll see a lot of times with the guys fishing tournaments, um, you'll see people hop, hopping, you know. Uh, Paddlepalooza is one of those tournaments where people are going to hit two, maybe three spots in the same day. They're going to go to one area for the trout, maybe one area for a flounder, and then another area for the redfish. A lot of times what you'll see people do is, is hopping over to basins uh, to, to try to catch the redfish. So the great thing about basins is you really don't have to go that far. To you know, to launch to catch fish. Um, if you're going to fish it, you know one thing you have to remember is that you have to pay to launch. So when you're going in there, you're going to see a box on your left hand side. I think it's a. Uh, Aaron and I were talking about it. I think it's Gator Cove now, Aaron. So there's a little that, box. Box is before the levy. Before the levy, right on your left hand side, you are going to um, fill out an envelope. Uh, you know, with, I think it's got your license plate number on it, put your money in the envelope. It's cash only. So make sure you have cash on it. It's either five or $10. I don't remember, but check it out, put your envelope in there, make sure you pay. Then you're going to go over the levee to launch. Um, now once you launch, you really don't have to go far. You're going to come in, you actually park. Now, this is different from golden Meadow. You can actually park on that side of the levee by the water. Uh, I will tell you that when the water gets high, when that tide comes in, it will get in. It will actually cover the bottom of your tires. Uh, I've had out there. If you park close to the launch and the water area, the water will get pretty high. You'll be tiptoeing through water to get back into your vehicle. Um, so if you're going to go out to Bay Sons, you get out there, you can, you can catch plenty of redfish within a mile of the launch. Typically what I do when I go out there, I'll go down, I'll hang a left and start fishing that those banks in the area that marsh a little bit to your left. Um, you, you know, again, you're only looking for one good redfish. You don't have to sit there and worry about a limit, you know, um, especially if you've got your trout and your flounder, you may only need an 18 inch redfish to, to 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 get in the top three. In the last couple of years, we've only had a couple of true slams. So you know if you've got a 12 inch flounder, a 12 inch trout and a 16 inch redfish, feel pretty comfortable. you might be finishing in the top ten. Um, every year's different. One year we had close to 40 slams. I think last year we only had three true slams. Now, Aaron, I know that you fished out in Basins a bit. Maybe you could give us a little bit better advice on what you do when you go out there.
2: Yeah, I'll say the uh, the three main areas, um, or three or four main areas you want to know about Basins is, of course, the Sulfur Mine. That's a that's a bit of a paddle or a pedal, but uh, it is due west, um, and it is um, a big area to fish for for trout or, or reds. Um, kind of just want to kind of stick to the edges. There are some holes in the middle that you'd have to kind of find on your own, but um, it's a pretty popular spot. Uh, South of of the launch is uh, a connection or a collection of uh, dead-end canals. You'll see on the map uh, a lot of those canals are a little deeper, you know, into the five- and six-foot range. Um, North of the launch, uh, as you go uh, towards what we call the stitch, which is a collection of dead-end canals that kind of looks like a stitch, uh, like stitches on, on the marsh. Um, that is the north, northernmost border uh, border for our tournament. Uh, but before that, um, and below, uh, very grassy. Um, I would say bordering a Dularge or a Delacroque-type grassy area, um, depending on you know, that time of the year, of course, uh, but you could see a good bit of grass up there. Um, other than that, though, I mean, it, it's really the the whole area is really just got fish. Now, I was told that recently for, for double trouble, uh, there was some decent trout caught out of that launch. Uh, I wasn't given, unfortunately, the the, the details of where. Uh, I anticipate sulfur mine, but possibly possibly not. Uh, but redfish, yeah, redfish is is I, I wouldn't say guaranteed, but Very, you know, one of the easier areas to catch redfish. Um, True story, two years ago, uh, Jared Leroy and I, uh, Jared Leroy is a member who is normally, you'll see him on his stand-up paddleboard. He brought that down, but anticipating high winds, which we got because it was a, you know.
0: Paddlepalooza.
2: KFC tournament. It's a paddlepalooza. It's going to be horrible weather. Um, We had very, very strong winds from the south, so he opted to... Borrow my uh, oh. other Hobie and fish out of that, uh, contrary to his religious beliefs. So um, he he was in a Hobie. We launched out of Baysons in an attempt to hopefully get us a red. And you know, true story, we went right out the launch. He actually caught a 24-inch red uh, within spitting distance of the launch, right at the opening to the main canal. We circled the main canal and we got there's a rock wall you can see on that map uh, right not 100 feet, 200 feet from the launch. We pulled up to that, got out of our kayak and stood on the rock wall, which there are rules. You know, if your kayak is in a launch position in the water, which it was, you can't be within 100 feet of it. So we actually jumped on that rock wall. That wind was pushing all of the water in that little canal from the south. You know, from the south, it was pushing it north against the rocks on the other side. And we probably sat there and we probably each caught eight to 10 reds. Uh, just fishing popping court with gulp uh, right on the side of that rock wall. That was the same year that top two finisher or top two of the top five finishers I think one slam was caught second and third or third and fourth did not have a red. As a yeah, true story. Did not have a red fish to create to complete the slam and we were here catching 10 you know, slot reds and that's all they needed. So um, you know Watch you win. oh, the fourth, I want I said four main locations. So I talked about sulphur mine, northern grassy areas, uh, southern dead and canals. The other big one which may or may not come into play for Paapalooza, but it's definitely great for winter fishing, is literally right in front of the pipeline. Uh, that that pump uh, station right there is um, goes down to a 20 plus foot hole. Uh, when you go there and stand at the launch, You'll see a telephone pole right in front of those pipelines that that like I said the pump station goes down to about 20 foot so in the winter time, not a Catapalooza spot, but just so you know in the winter time, when the reds uh, and trout stack up in the deep deep water, they will congregate right there in the hundreds um, I've been there last year, not this past winter because we really didn't have a good winter but last year stopped there on the way back from Golden Meadow in February, early March, and easily caught a limit from the bank. I remember because, that because uh, and, and there was a boat there that was just doubling up every other catch, and it was a mix. It was it was for every rat red, there were two slots and a bull caught for every rat red. So it wasn't just like a bunch of rat reds. It was literally every size you could imagine, and all you had to do was get a bait down to the bottom. That was it, and hold yeah. on. So. So for winter fishing, definitely a great spot right there. Um, but just overall, red fishing in baissons is
3: actually pretty good. Uh, hey, a I bit of, uh, I there. just want to throw out a, a quick safety note, too, that they, they do kick those pumps on from time to time. And it, it's pretty strong current. So if you're planning on bringing maybe kids or, or less experienced people in kayaks, just be, be aware that they, they do kick those pumps on from time to time. Correct,
2: and I'm glad you do bring that up because not only do they kick, they kick those on, and it, yes, it does create a little bit of turbulence, it also attracts fish. So if by chance you are in the area when they do kick the pumps on, try to get to the outer edge of that and throw into it. Um, you'd be surprised what you pick up. I mean, everything from flounder, redfish, maybe a trout, depending on what time of year. But that that pump also does attract uh, fish because i think it kicks it stirs up the bait it kind of attracts everything and it kind of pumps stuff in and it's yeah.
0: just it's one of those things that just kind of like a, uh, a dinner bell for a
2: fish so a lot of times so you
0: catch- of all the areas of all the areas fishing you know that's within the boundaries for paddle palooza base for the most part probably the best area you know to catch a redfish in you know as far I would as say that in golden meadow yeah Yeah, yeah. So so going on, um, you know, uh, the next place we want to kind of focus on is is Golden Meadow. uh, And that's a place I really love to fish. Um, You know, I I started really exploring it a couple years ago and last year. And uh, it's a big area to explore, to be honest with you. Now, the good thing with Golden Meadow, it's a free launch. Um, You got T-Pops right there, right before the launch. It's right right after the baseball parks uh, when you enter Golden Meadow. T-Pops, and they've got a bait shop right there. So if you're looking to get some live bait, you can stop at T-Pops. Uh, you can you know get you Coke, water, ice, whatever you want, and go ahead and get you some live bait. They also do sell some artificial bait over there as well. Uh, when you get to Golden Meadow, you're going to want to pop across the levee. Um, you're going to unload your stuff. There's actually two places. They've got a couple of back down ramps. Then there's a big um, pump area. You know, a lot of the guys, just to stay out of the way for the boats, they'll they'll slide the kayaks in right there over the rocks. You know, it's a very easy to do. Launch right there in the in the pond area. You can kind of get your stuff away. The only problem with it is that, you know, you, you have to drive back over the levee to park and then walk back across the levee to get there. It's a little bit of a pain, but, you know, it's a big parking lot. So generally, there's going to be plenty of room to park. Um, <clears throat> what I find, for the most part, fishing gold and meadow is this it's generally speaking you're going to have to do a little bit of a paddle. It's not as close as as Basons, you know. Um and that said, you know, um Tyler, I know you've got the the map of Golden Meadow up. Typically, you know, especially this time of year, most of the trout you're going to find or are, are going to be in the lake. Now, uh, when we fished there the last couple of weekends for double trouble, the trout we were finding weren't actually in the lake. <coughs> excuse me, but they were in the canals and in the marsh, which was a little odd. Could be that the shrimp hadn't shown up yet, but with this with this weather acting kind of funny, you've just got to find them. Um, usually, there, there's going to be trout there this time of year. Trout, redfish, flounder. Um, But I normally tell people if they're fishing Golden Meadow, when you come out, you want to go into the lake and if you're fishing the east side, which is the launch side of the lake. You know, take a look at where those canals empty into the lake, you know, and along that east side. You can actually hit all those where those canals empty into the lake. Start hitting those points, either at the point or in the middle. See if you can find some current line, and see if there's any trout there. You know, e- give it a couple of casts. If you don't have a bite or any significant action within five or six casts, just keep moving. Now you'll see a part I have highlighted in here towards the north uh, northeast corner. Um, you'll see where it says uh, uh, fish the bank for for redfish and on the outside for trout along that bank there with that with that. Um, that tack is, that is actually a, uh, a reef. It's an oyster reef over there. You get a lot of oyster boats that come out that way, and you won't know it if, unless you fish it out there. Many times of the year, especially around April, the trout will show up along that reef. The question is, and then the trick is to figure out where they're at, because it'll go from that point where the uh, the tack is at, a couple hundred yards going north. What I typically will do is kind of zigzag with the kayak. Um, you want to start off maybe 20, 30 yards from the bank, Work yourself off, you know, 70, 80, 100 yards off the bank. You just never know where the trout are going to be at. One thing I find very helpful, maybe troll a little bait behind you under a cork and throw something in front of you and it kind of helps you cover a little bit more area. If you can find the trout out there, then you're going to stick in that spot. Um, typically, what I found, though, is that the, the trout tend to, to move a little bit. So if you anchor, you might get off the school and you may just have to follow them. But if if you stop getting bites or it slows down, move up a little bit forward, move back. You'll also see along that shoreline. There's some canals that come out over there. Certainly try those canals where they're emptying out for trout, um, flounder. There is flounder all along the shoreline on the outside of the lake over there. Uh, what I've done though, when you're looking for the flounder, I've caught flounder out there along the shoreline. Get up real close to the grass. Kind of look. It's kind of hard to say. I say a floundery type area. You know. And it's hard to describe, but it's one of those places I know it when I see it. You know, it's maybe a place where the grass is a little cut. It's maybe a little cut. Maybe you'll see some water coming around. You're kind of looking for ambush points over there, um, and things like that. Other good areas to fish. If you want to make the paddle, you can go south. Uh, there's some really good trout fishing south. Um, again, you're going to find these little islands south. Uh, I don't really recommend it unless you're with a friend and unless you feel really comfortable crossing the lake. A lot of people do well crossing the lake and fishing on the other side, but just be aware that if that wind kicks up, you get caught in a storm, which happened to me last year. Um, you know, that lake can get rough. It's not all that deep. So you may get stuck on the other side. So just be careful, pick your days when when you do something like that. Now, redfish, uh, golden meadows really good for the redfish. Uh, sometimes they're in the lake, but more often than not, you're going to find them in the marsh. If you're looking at the map, and you go uh, to the northeast corner. You'll see where some canals kind of be off. That is a huge area of marsh back up in there. Again, it's a little bit of a paddle, but you're a little bit more protected from the elements, from the wind. Um, you know, you, you're going to be fishing in water ranging anywhere from a foot to three foot deep. Uh, it's got a lot of similarities to fishing areas like Delacro and Reggio. It's got some grass, not as much grass, but very similar to those type of conditions. Uh, it's got good sight fishing conditions when the sun's up. Um, you know, a gold spoon works good. Uh, you know, I've caught some trout back up in there at certain times. So, you know, you can certainly fish with a, with a cork, uh, voodoo under a cork or something like that, a gulp, but certainly because of the grass areas and stuff, you're going to want to look in this particular area, at least fishing with a a weedless type bait, such as a gold spoon. Um, you will be able to to sight fish some red back there. Uh, so it's, it's really, you know, it's really a good fishing spot. If you're looking to, to maybe go for that slam, if you, if you say, look, I'm just going to, I don't want to move around a lot. I want to fish one area and I'm just going to take my time and fish it. Golden Metal is a great place to do that. You're going to catch a trout. You're probably going to catch a redfish. And there's a good chance you'll catch a flounder. You know, you just got to kind of pound those banks a little bit, look at the points, fish the marsh and stick around there until you can, um, you can find something. I know, Tyler, you started fishing a little bit more recently, and I know you've enjoyed fishing out there as well.
3: Yeah, I really like it over there. I've, I'm definitely starting to learn the area a lot more and uh, getting more confidence in it. Uh, it was, you never know. It might be a chance I'll be there looking for redfish for sure, uh, for paddle So
0: Yeah. Aaron, have you fished uh, golden medal before? I have. Um, actually,
2: a little more this past year than, uh, than years past, um, switching to it over uh, bay Sons in certain situations. Um, as you said, uh, the lake uh, decent for uh, trout if they're if they're up there at that time of year. Um, have a couple good redfish uh, holes uh, that I've been able to find. So um, definitely, definitely a good productive area. But as you said, I, I would agree. Definitely more of a, a paddle um, in certain situations to get to where they are versus based on. Yeah, uh, I also want to mention um, you mentioned about T pops. Um, be on the lookout the week before, or a week or two before the tournament. Uh, we like to give a couple bait stores a call ahead of time to let them know that uh, we have a tournament down Highway One, and we're going to have some kayakers coming in early, in hopes that uh, they open up early for us. Uh, T Pops last year opened up I think an hour earlier than normal for us. Um, also, um, remind me down in Leeville, Terry, uh, Terry. Terry's, Terry's uh, usually opens up a bit early for us. Bridgeside will probably open up a little, you know, half hour or so hour earlier for us uh, to get live bait. So um, keep on the lookout for announcements about those bait shops. Like I said, we're going to give them a call uh, a week or so before and and see what they're willing to do for us. But um, in years past, they've been pretty helpful uh, if you want to go get live bait.
0: Absolutely. All right, guys. So, so look, we're going to get ready to wrap it up. I don't know if we had any, other questions from the audience if you do go ahead and uh and type it up there just going to cover a quick quick couple of points here uh josh reminded me that april 30th we will be having a uh, pre-paddle meet at the backpacker brendan bayard will be giving his uh Paddlepalooza presentation we hope to be there and, and, and bring this to you live on uh, off the water um also we've got our volunteer list posted for paddle we encourage everyone to sign up you know, if you can come up Friday night, if you can come up Saturday or even Sunday to, to help pick up anything you can do to help out. You know, we, we can't put this tournament on without you. You know, eight officers is not enough or seven officers, is not enough to be able to do everything that needs to be done. Um, so we really rely on you guys and, and hope that you can get out there. Um, next week, we are going to be covering uh, some fishing areas from Leeville to Golden Meadow. Uh, I think Aaron's going to be back on and maybe go through some of our other um, other raffle items. Uh We're also going to try to have on one of our other nominations for our donation this year. We'll announce that here in the next few days. Um, again, if you'd like to become a sponsor of Bayou coast, please feel free to reach out to me or Tyler or our sponsor coordinator, Aaron Rose. Uh, he can give you all the details, you know, tell you about the benefits of becoming a sponsor with Bayou coast. As always, if you missed part of tonight's podcast or tonight's episode, you can check it out on YouTube or Facebook. It's also available as a podcast. Um, in a couple of weeks, I think we are going to be having um, our announcement for the grand prize and the runner up prize for this year's Patapalooza. These, uh, I think, backpackers probably outdone themselves this year. Uh, I know Brock Miller has been posting some uh, teasers online. So you're only getting a little bit of what's going to be coming up. Can't wait to show those uh, prizes. I think, um, again, I think everybody's going to be real happy uh, and real excited about those prizes. So, I wanted to, again, thanks, Ashley Ferguson, coming on with Dose of the Coast. Ashley, thanks for coming on with us tonight. Look forward to having you back on again. Aaron, thank you for coming on tonight. And uh, certainly, we hope to see you guys at Patapalooza. So, uh, that's it. And tight lines. And we will see you guys next week.
1: Thanks, guys.